Welcome to the Others Podcast. I am your host, Stephen Penny. Joining me, as always, Mr. King of Creams himself, David Travis. How is everyone doing? Penny, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Having my first my first drink in a few months, getting into the Christmas spirit. Too bad I'm not there with you, man, because uh, the sure. podcast would be kind of funny if both of us were uh, pretty drunk. That, that's why I, I, try, I try to stay sober nowadays. And I'm at home, people, today, so it's, it's going to be a different it's gonna be a different David Travis. I get to talk about anything I want, and I think it's going to be appropriate for today's lesson. I'll, I'll tell you that much, because Professor Penny has a lot in store for us. There's some not safe for work content coming up, perhaps. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think so. This might not be the uh, the right time of year to talk about this kind of content, but um, we're gonna we're gonna do it anyway. Do it. Let them know. Are we all prepared for Christmas? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be unwrapping this video that we're about to talk <laughs> about. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so let's get into this. So you you may have guessed. Um, this week we'll be talking about the first single off of In Search Of. That is a lap dance uh, released. Hold on, where are my notes? Oh my god, not prepared. 2001, May. Yeah, 21st of May, 2001. I'll have you know. Uh, video by Diane uh, Martel. Uh, song featuring Lee Harvey and Vita. Oh. Got to number 20 in the UK charts, and I've completely forgotten the number for the US, but it was like 37 or something crap like that so it didn't do brilliantly as a first single but it probably is one of the most well-known NERD songs I guess up there with with Rockstar I think those are the two songs that you tend to hear still nowadays on mm-hmm. commercials and movie trailers and actually in movies themselves and, and that actually followed that followed uh, lap dance. Yes. And I think if you get any kind of strip club scene in a movie or a TV series these days, this song crops up fairly regularly. Can I tell you, um, for those of you who are familiar with the TV show uh, BET After Dark, uh, it was Nelly, uh, Tip Drill, and, and um, Lap Dance were the two that were the most popular for obvious reasons. I gotta, if I had a clapping sounds, you have to give it up for NERD for this one. Holy crap. I mean, when I was watching that video, Penny, I'm thinking, yo, am I high? What is going on right now? That was your first one. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I was gonna call Bobby James and be like, Bobby, what's up? Anyway, continue. <laughs> we mere minutes in and here we go already. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, there are, we must state, most people are probably aware, there are two versions to this video. There is the the clean, slightly more sensible version, but then there is the the slightly more X-rated version. I say slightly more, it's very X-rated. I did stumble upon uh, an old NME poll or something uh, earlier on today when I was sort of looking at stuff about the video, and it's like, voted number seven most not safe for work music video of all time or something. Oh, really? I wonder why. Uh, I wonder, yeah. The X-rated version of the video itself doesn't differ too much from the the normal version. Um, a lot of the same footage is used, but obviously in the X-rated version and with the, the title of the song Lap Dance, you can imagine uh, all the wonderful things we, we see in addition right. to the normal version. Now, in 2001, I was 18. So, um, 
I was one of the guys like yourself that was actually able to experience, you know, a lot of the listeners today maybe either was born around that time or they were kind of young. So, you know, it was kind of a different experience, but I was already about to be 19 years old. So, you know, that was always being played in my car. That was like the only one that was being played in my car. I was like, oh, you girls want to learn how to dance to this? Just bam, 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 bam. Let's get in the back, you know? <laughs> You were, yeah, you were a classy man back in your younger day, I can tell. Oh, yeah, old Fort Totten. Uh, God, that, uh, that, that was the, uh, anyway, go ahead. When you were young, free and single. Yeah, that was, yeah, whatever. Let's, let's stick to the video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we probably should. Right, um, so, what should we talk about? Yeah, so featuring on the track, um, as I said, Lee Harvey and Vita. And Vita. Where are these people nowadays is, uh, is my question. I did, I did kind of Google them both earlier. Lee Harvey got bored of immediately. Vita was obviously, she was on Murder Inc., wasn't she? Yeah. Vita. Never, had a, never had an album out, then turned into some kind of... She was Ja Rule for a while. Yeah, then turned into some kind of like lingerie designer or something I read. Yeah, I, and not for nothing, I thought that in the video, she was the flyest, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, I thought she was banging. I'm like, oh, who is that? Oh, that's Vita. Oh, baby, you want me? I was like, yeah. <laughs> but yo, you know what? Penny, you know who would have been fire on that track? Go on. Khalise. Yeah, who was in the video as well? She was in the video, but you know... I, 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 I kind of looked up some stuff earlier and it reminded me of some bits and pieces to do with this track. And it makes me wonder whether you potentially had a demo version of this somewhere with perhaps Khalees on that hook. I, and also, the Lee Harvey verse was actually written by Malice. Yes. So Lee, Har- Lee Harvey's not credited on the, uh, for, for writing anything at all, but Malice is credited. So it makes me wonder whether this, you know, there was an early demo version which perhaps had Malice, but you want to know something? Uh, I had a version that did not have Lee Harvey in it. I have to find that man. I, I think I think it exists. I want to say Malice. I don't know. I could be totally lying, but I'm sure there's going to be all the users out there listening to this that they're going to know right away. But I know I have a version without him. Now who's in it? I don't know, but I want to say I remember hearing it because when I heard of. Lee Harvey, I'm like this. Hey, who's this guy? I never heard him in the song before because I had already heard something else. Okay. Yeah. Now you see. Now you got me intrigued. Yeah. See, there's quite a few remixes of this about. Cause when the single came out, I think they dropped a couple of different singles, and I think you can find like six or seven, six or seven like different remixes. From I think there's like a Trent Reznor remix and yes. uh, numerous other ones. So potentially, yeah, verses come out some of those perhaps or. You may have even heard a completely different version. Who knows? So let me ask you, man. Uh, what are your thoughts on this from the beginning? It's a strong track. It's it's kind of typical of the the album, although it is a. Uh, it does have the sound of you know what would be released as a single. I think the Lee Harvey part of it hasn't necessarily aged particularly well. I agree. Um, but the rest of it. It's still a track I hear probably like most days, in fact, out of my iPhone or on YouTube or whatever it may be. And I will still happily sit there and listen to it and sing along to it, mm-hmm. watch the video, whatever it may be. I think it's still a good track overall. All right, so let me tell you where we came from with that. When, when I, just so you guys know, when I start saying the word we, I'm talking about me and my crew, whoever I was hanging out with, because back in the day, we were always with somebody. But when we first heard it, we hated it. 
we were just like, who was this black guy with his rock? Because at that point, there was a lot of hip-hop being played on the radio. So Hot 97, which is our hip-hop station, did not play things like that at all. So when we first heard it, I'm not going to lie, it was just like, all right, okay, next. You know, it was, just wasn't, that wasn't what we were listening to. We only started listening to it when we saw the video. <laughs> and that is that, when... That's what captured your imagination, your, atten- yeah, your attention. Who are, these, who are these black guys singing this rock music? It was just like, eh, okay, this is not no, you know, passing fad or something, whatever. But then when we saw the video, we were just like, all right, I got to give him credit because he is, this is like the three black guys in the room with all these naked white girls. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm in. You know, whatever they're trying to do, I'm down for it because that, that, that sounds like a good time. I was like, all right, cool. So once we saw the video, we're like, all right, you know what? But then when Rockstar had dropped, it was the same thing. We're like, all right, I'm done. Obviously, over time, you know, when you're that young and you just, you know, that wasn't the sound back in the day, uh, that sound here in Queens. It wasn't the sound, but I could be totally wrong anywhere else. That's just my personal experience. Yeah, they're, they're very, like, guitar-heavy, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And as you say, they're much more sort of rock-influenced as opposed to the beats that they've been putting out for the, the sort of two or three years prior to that with other artists yeah i mean overall like you were saying before we hear it in commercials some video games it's it's a great song right now if you would ask me what are my top 10 nerd songs that would like that's definitely on there 100 percent. it's not number one but it's definitely on there it's probably like number six or something it's not a bad school out of all of them i remember i was watching v it was on vh1 they like rated it they had like a hundred best i don't know if it's hip-hop songs or rock songs and uh, got number, I think, 90, 93, maybe? That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. I think so. In terms of the way it fits within the album as well, it's um, probably more influential than it gets credit for. It, yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those songs where, like you said before, I think it is timeless. We're still hearing it, you know, how many years later? And when you had uh, told me we were going to do this, I actually went back and took a look at the video. And to see, first of all, that Pharrell looks 20 years older than this Pharrell right now. Yeah. To see where, like, dude, you weren't having anybody do things. I mean, I'm not a skateboarder. I was never into the whole BMX thing. But he was like, you know what? I really don't care. Got my trucker hat. I really could care less. I was going to say, yeah, it's, uh, you got the, the Rolling Stones trucker hat, the, mm-hmm. the tight striped polo shirt, which we then also in the future kind of see influence some of the BBC stuff as well. And then, yeah, going down the street on the BMX, you know, there's a few tricks at the end and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think if you've, been, if you've been listening to the Neptunes for a couple of years, I don't think that's what you would expect from, oh. you know, what, what you perceive to be, you know, Pharrell to be like or Chad to be like, you know, going down the street on BMXs and stuff. Right. I mean, if you, if you think about it, let's just say like I'm 20 years old now, right? So the, the Pharrell I remember is the Pharrell that's out now, you know, the come get it, babe, and the happy and all that, you know. Um, then you go back, you have the skateboard P Pharrell, you know, which is a different Pharrell than it is now. You know, that was like, you know, the billionaire that, you know, that he was, you know, very um, boisterous. He was very like braggy on it. Okay, cool. But then you go back even further and it was like, damn, that was like Pharrell, what he was in the raw in the flesh man it was just like all right i don't i don't have any diamonds i don't i don't even have a nerd trucker you know like i just i'm just riding my bmx but you 
can also see like the the kind of indulgence of mm -hmm. this kind of newfound fame and celebrity as well because he's had two or three years of you know these big hits as a producer and now it's like okay now it's time to do our own shit Mm -hmm. And we've now got this money, so we're really. This is how we're going to like really portray ourselves. This is how we really get out there and show people who we are and what we're about, as opposed to just producers behind the boards who yeah, never right. really see. Right, and this is I, what you know, that's the image they want to send out to people. And it's uh, like I say, if you'd just been listening to Neptune's beats up until then, it's I don't think it's what you'd expect at all. Oh, not at all. And and once again, that just shows you the versatility of the Neptunes and, and Nerd. That, that what a switch, man. That's like one of the few bands that can do hip hop, rock, produce, sing. They could probably come to your house, cook a nice meal, the whole thing. You know, it's 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 one of those things where it's like, yo, th this is the overall. And I think we see that and hear that with lap dance. You know, so. Um, but uh, like I said, the video was where where it started at for for us. I, I like the way the video is kind of set up in its shot as well. It's um, mm -hmm. you've got minimal kind of sets or scenes. You've got that main one, which is kind of inside a strip club. And what I really like is it's obviously a darkened room, and they just have the one light coming from the camera. From the camera. So as it goes, it kind of pans around. And as it pans around, it lights up the next person that it gets to, and then it moves past them onto the next person. And it gives that... Um, I was watching it again earlier, and it gives that that real sense of like being slightly or, or very drunk in a strip club, in a, a grimy mm. strip club where all the way. lights are really low, you can't really see anything until a spotlight kind of hits it, and then it brings it right in front of you, and you're like, oh, oh damn, what the fuck, you know? Well, it's, it's crazy. The first version, both shot the same way. Obviously, one is just more nudity than the other one. But the first version was great, too. I mean, the second one's obviously better, but I never thought about it the way that you just said it. You know, just uh, going around, and it was like, all right, you're next, you're next, you're next. It was very simple. You know, it was one of those things where it's like, all right, maybe we should start doing that. I would do that. I would, if I can make a video today, or I would probably do it that way. Simplicity, not a lot of cuts, very grungy, and a, yeah. lot, of, and a lot of women. For sure. And, yeah, you have those kind of random cut scenes to the women dancing and to outside, and then it, it sort of flips between them sitting on those kind of again grimy strip club kind of sofas that they have and then standing and then you also get that slightly weird outside scene when lee harvey does his verse it just it goes from you know the, the black and dark of the inside of a club to outside in his kind of run down trailer trash kind of front yard who is lee harvey you better run to the sun i don't know him Eesh. I googled him. I, again, I, I got tied up in other things earlier. I remember googling him a little while back, and he appeared on some other random stuff. But he's was he a he, friend of them, or I don't know. I don't know how he would be involved. He is still on Instagram. I remember looking him up on Instagram at one point. Oh. But um, I don't think he's doing much music stuff nowadays. I do have a, a kind of Lee Harvey anecdote, though. I did he's once hit. I did once hit Lee Harvey. Did you? I, I've kind of jazzed that up a little bit, but, but yeah, kind of. So my, my anecdote goes, this is one of the first times I saw any RD. So it would have been like 2001, 2002, maybe. In London somewhere, I want to say, I don't know, Brixton or Hammersmith, somewhere like that, with my then-girlfriend. It was Valentine's Day, February the 14th. Aww. Khalees came out and performed. Oof. 
some songs and again this is this is a, another I was going to say claim to fame it's not claim to fame it's just a, an anecdote from a very sad man but Khalees came out and did some ballads and I got to hold Khalees's hand while she sang to me oh Penny and this this is like obviously back in 2001 2002 when Khalees was yo Khalees was slow. oh my gosh I love Khalees you know what Man, Khalees held my hand and sang to me. The looks I got from my girlfriend was just like, yikes. Yo, I love the way she dances. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> so anyway, after the Khalees part, I vaguely remember my girlfriend went in front of me against like the barrier because like she was getting pushed around and stuff. And at least there you can stop people like banging into them, especially back in the early NRD um, gigs because people would mosh a little bit and jump around and all that. Lee Harvey comes out. He, let's say he, he may have had a couple of drinks and maybe something else. He was a little bit boisterous, I should say. Mm. And he was jumping around at the front of the crowd and jumping on the barrier and stuff like that. And he kind of like elbowed my girlfriend was up against Barry. He kind of elbowed her and caught her on the sort of on the cheek or on the chin. And I was like, oh, you know, he's obviously a bit overexcited. But then he kind of did it again and went straight into her. So I kind of Whoa. pushed past her and gave him a, a friendly a friendly shove, let's say, just to say, Whoa. back off. And he didn't even realise. You know, he kind of went backwards a little bit and probably just thought it was just somebody bumping into him or whatever. But, but yeah, that's my I Push Lee Harvey anecdote. Let me tell you how I'm about to put this together, okay? If I was there with you, I would probably give Lee Harvey the option to fly or die, okay? Because after I would knock him out, he was going to be in search of nothing. And the only person to blame is you. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh I think we've set a world record at 20 minutes of recording already. <laughs> people of Instagram, you can... Ground, seeing sounds. Oh, man. Yeah, people of Instagram, you can, you can put all those out and dissect them and list them off if you want to. I'm going to see how many people hit me up. It's like, oh, we got these, Travis. We got these. Funnily enough, we've had a few people so far that have actually uh, done that. So That's shout out, yeah, shout out those say. people that do actually give a fuck and actually pay say, attention. You know, I don't want to make it a habit, but there are going to be sometimes there's going to be just dropping people's names because some people really pay attention to exactly what we're doing. Hey, yo, listen, honestly, that really makes me feel good. It's like, all right, you know what? The people that just skim through it, you know, hear us talking real quick, da da da. But there are people like, you know what? I actually listen to the whole thing, and so I'm gonna every now and then I'll give you guys some credit for that. On that note, we we should probably shout out. Um, is it Star Trek World oh. that hit us up yesterday and just mentioned we talked about last time uh, Eminem. We wanted to like we'd like to hit Eminem yeah. on a Neptune's mm-hmm. beat, and there is actually Eminem over a Neptune's beat on a on a she's the one. Yeah, that means evil. See, and, and that's what I like. It's people are listening and they're like, not making corrections, but they're just like, listen, oh, you said this and I found this for you. Because honestly, Neptunes have so many beats and so much music that it's almost hard for everyone just to keep track of it. But big shout out to Star Trek. Well, he's, he, first of all, his game is on point. So he's one, yeah, of, yeah. He's one, of, he's one of the few that's holding it down right now. So. For sure. And we did mention Royster 59, I think, last time as well. But um, yeah, he did point out that, that specific one. So yeah, shout out to him for that. Uh, what would you say to Lee, Har- Lee Harvey now if you saw him? Would you, would you still push him? I'm, see, I'm just Googling now. Like, you can vamp for a minute while I, while I try and Google Lee Harvey and see what he's up to these days. Yeah, you can probably hear my, hear my keyboard going away. Uh, 
Problem is, you type in Lee Harvey and you get Lee Harvey Oswald for all of the different songs. Like, that would be like naming your rap name Michael Jordan. It's like, you ain't never gonna come up in any search, bro. Lee Harvey, well, here we go. So I put in Lee Harvey NERD. The first result is from Complex, in fact, from 2012. And it is Lee Harvey, the white rapper encyclopedia. Oh. Uh, and he does have a Wikipedia page, but again, oh, I don't know okay. if this is this is actually him. No, political analyst Lee Harvey. Oh no, there is a musician oh. one. Sorry. You keep talking. I will okay. keep trying to. Uh... So, uh, real quick, um, one of the things that I uh, that I liked in the uh, in the video was uh, noticing some of the people in the background, which is actually really cool. Um, I'm like, oh, that's 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 what you call. Oh, that's what you call. Oh, that's what you call. Uh, DMX is pretty famous for that too. Any any Rough Riders song, you would see people in the back, Swiss Beats, uh, Eve. Um, I love when people do do things like that. Uh, it was the same thing in the uh, and Let's Get Blown, by the way, which is in my top three of uh, my personal favorite Neptune songs. Uh, after Excuse You Miss, but my favorite one is uh, number one. But anyway, um, it took me a while to notice that Nigo was in the back. And let's get blown. And uh, with, uh, with lap dance, it's almost the same thing. I kind of like that. I think the clips was in the back. I see a chat around there. You know, Shay was there. And, you know, Pharrell was just grabbing every body part. You got Khalees there a couple so of times. I, I think even Family is in the back yeah. there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of like, you know what? We have to do something like that. We should just have, you know, us doing something in like a podcast next to you, you know. Every follower that represents the others movement is <laughs> is is here with us in the background somewhere. Um, I wasn't allowed to. Uh, uh, my mom hated the song "Lap Dance" just because it was the it was the title "Lap Dance." It, it could have been about a book or literally somebody dancing on your lap. <laughs> I don't care. Lap dance, get it out of the house. Okay. Told my mom to go in search of search of a new house, mom. No, I actually didn't say that. My mom told me. Anyway, I, I can't find Lee Harvey now. I've, I've Googled the hell out of him for the last minute, and uh, he's nowhere to be found. Uh, which which is, is where he's at. Yeah, it's not particularly surprising, to be honest. But mm-hmm. Although, well, he was, it looks like he might have been signed to Star Trek for a little while, at least. I'm not hating on him. He's, uh, he, you know, he, he's on lap dance, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm on dance well, lap, you know? Yeah. The production around that song, same thing with, uh, we talk about with Nori. Uh, it's basically the same two, two notes. Dun, 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 dun. And you have the snare, you have the clap. I feel like a lot of the, hold on, real quick, update. What's going on with Bitcoin right now? I'm just getting a lot of updates with this. Sorry, I just had to say that. Bitcoin is it's crashing the world. Oh, well. Um, with that, uh, with, those, with those, I feel like a lot of Pharrell, Neptune's, uh, N.E.R.D. tracks, when it's like two or three notes, the songs are the best. What happened to that boy? You know, same thing. Lap dance, you know, the Norries. It's just two notes, and it ends up being a freaking hit. I'm not saying that all the songs are like that, but that's just what I noticed, obviously, being a piano player. It's easy songs to play. Uh, the production on that was classic Neptune's production. 100%. It even has the, the breaks in there. It even like throwing the video kind of does the, the thing where it's got that. It's very typical of, uh, of the sound around that time. I have the, the, the keyboard that um, all those songs are made with. 
and, and it's crazy when you go through all the claps and the snares and all that and you hear it and immediately you think of in search of 100% you think of early Neptunes a lot of people now obviously with the new album you know there's like oh you know what you know the we don't we want them to go back to that, but leave that leave that where it was. You know, we're talking about it now. It's 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 never gonna die. Uh, no no pun intended. Uh Lap Dance is uh was that was that the first track on the It was, yeah. It went straight into that, yeah. I had the I had the record and um so oddly it was on side B, which is usually side B is usually uh like the seventh song from the in the C D, which so it wasn't number one on the on side A, it was Rockstar. I don't know if I had a bootleg or not, but that's they do that sometimes. Yeah. So uh, uh, with, with lap dance, uh, I wonder was it made purposely to have two videos? Do you think that going into it, they were like, "All right, we're gonna shoot two," or do you think it was like, "You know what, we're gonna make a, a regular one," and then later on they were just like, "You know what, the song's about lap dance. So, you know, let's just." I think the idea was to have two, yeah, because obviously there's a, a double meaning to the whole lap dance thing. Right, so if, right. if you've not obviously listened to the lyrics, it's more about politics and mm-hmm. it's, you know, the Big way it, it, it parallels to, to lap dancers who, who try and offer you something for free, but mm-hmm. it's not actually free. It ends up costing you money or they don't deliver what you think they may deliver. Um, and how politicians do that as well and to, to a certain extent. But yeah, uh, I, I think that the idea... Especially around that time, because if you look back to the late 90s, maybe early 2000s, you know, a lot of artists, especially in hip-hop, would do those kind of X-rated videos and then have the the standard, like, you know, MTV version and stuff. And I think it's one of those songs that they wanted to make an impact. They wanted to kind of stand out and say, okay, we're not the Neptunes here. We are NERD. So here is something that is slightly controversial. But at the same time, the song is still potentially a radio song, so you still need a sensible video for that as well. Right, right. So I think the the, the idea was probably very much to uh, to do two videos. I may be completely wrong. They may have just shot loads and loads of stuff and decided, hey, we want an X-rated one as well. Let's go crazy. We're rock, we are rock stars. We are celebrities now. So when I used to um, go to Virginia a lot, I tried to find that block. I remember that they were riding their bike on. If somebody can hit me up on where that is, actually to be honest with you, because I'm supposed to be going to VA uh, in two weeks. And I definitely, I definitely want to go there. Um, so if someone knows, I'm sure somebody's going to know exactly where that is. If somebody knows where that video was shot when they were riding their bikes, please hit me up uh, on the DM and let me know. I'm going to go there. I like doing stuff like that. David would love to wander down that. Yeah. Weird, that uh, normal residential street without looking weird and creepy in any kind of way. Uh, do any of the girls that were in the video... Remember, this is 20 years ago. Yeah, isn't isn't that okay? Let's think about when that song was released. Okay, twenty years ago, and we're still talking about it now. But twenty years ago, are we still using the same devices, driving the same cars, you know, listening to the same music that we were twenty years ago? That just shows you. That just tells you right then and there that the song is a, it's a very timeless piece. Because in two thousand one, I don't even think there was a there was no iPhone, you know, there was no Skype, you know, there was. No such thing as a podcast, you know. I feel like music then was a lot different than it is now, um, but yet none of those things we use or still kind of just do. But this song is one of them. I'd still bump and search up all the time. In fact, since the the new Nerd album was released, I'm starting to go back into more of the um, the other stuff that they did. 
And uh, I think uh, I think lap dance, like I said, lap dance is definitely in my top ten. Let's go off on a, a really quick tangent, though. Seeing as you mentioned the new album, we did mention it last week as well. We've had a a week or so to listen to it. Uh, we won't go any, into any like low level details here because I think we've we've got something lined up for in a couple of yeah. weeks' time to really get into it. But uh, initial thoughts and an out of ten score from yourself. Ten. Ooh. No, 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 I'm asking, is it out of 10? Oh, right, yeah. I thought you were giving it 10 out of 10, and no, I was like, no, damn. Uh, yeah, out of 10. Give me an out of 10. If it out of 10, I'm going to give it a 7. We're on point. I'd give it a solid 7. I'm going to give it a 7. I mean, this. listen, uh, and we're going to talk about this, and we were talking about this before, but I'm just going to say it right now. That, that number that I just said is based on the album. It's not based on the previous albums. And I think a lot of the times when we do this, we always are basing it on, oh, it's not a fly or die. It's not In Search Of. You got to understand something. Like, if In Search Of was obviously a great album, Fly or Die was obviously a great album, you know, we're bringing that from the past and bringing it here. But, you know, if we were to bring this album and take it back to the past, you know, it would, it would totally be a different sound too. So with that being said, in search of and fly die that was the sound for then and obviously this is the sound for now so obviously um i use that to kind of just do my rating so I, but i give it a seven man yeah yeah for sure i think we were talking about this briefly before we started recording like we're never going to get an in search of number two times change sounds change influences change etc etc um, and I, I've heard a lot of people as well, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever it may be, again, kind of doing a similar thing as you just mentioned, you know, just complaining it's not like the old NERD. It's never going to be. So let's get over that and look at the album, you know, right. objectively. And objectively, as, an al- as a standalone album right now, without even thinking of In Search Of or any of those kinds of things, I'm the same as you. I'd give it a, a solid seven. Um, I've been trying to sort of play it in different situations and at different times of the day and on different devices and all these kinds of things just to get a a different sound yeah exactly here in different environments and at different times of you know when i'm doing different things and all this just to really really experience it differently across the board and and yeah generally i'm i'm sort of fairly pleased with it there's a couple of things on there that meh, i'm not too sure about but there oh, is some one right now i'm not sure about let me tell you why <laughs> this is not good seven it went from a 7.5 to a seven and let me tell you why when i heard pharrell say skirt skirt it was over that was it that just uh, i i think if, if memory serves me correctly on the day that released, we were messaging each other, yes. and it was it was like seven a.m. my time, midnight your time, and we were like, "Shit, shit, we're gonna like listen to the album." And I was about to go to work, you're about to go to bed, and then when I finished work, or maybe it was slightly in the afternoon or something, the first thing I messaged you was about that song, mm-hmm. and I said, "Love this song, but I do hear a." You know, yeah, one, of, yeah, one, one of those, was, you know, and you were just like, yeah, "Yes, just just had it myself, yes." I said, Yo, the second I heard that, I'm like, no, I'm like, no, 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 man. Yeah. What and, is that? And ESP is one of my top three songs off that album as well. Mm-hmm. But when I hear that little thing, it, it, it does just bug me very, very slightly. Obviously, um, a lot of people, you know, like, don't do it. But that lightning fire, same thing. That's my joint. And yeah. me being a DJ, I'm very keen. I don't know why, but my brother's the same thing. Shout out to Evan Pierce. 
we don't like when we like a song and it doesn't end the correct way we always go back and fix it so i ended light and fire how i thought it should end and it's amazing i gotta post it up one day look forward to hearing that that is if there's any song that i do not like the ending i think it should ride out differently or just keep going same thing with don't do it that ending part a lot of people don't know this when they were at complex con they let that ride for like a good 16 bars but on the on the album version they kind of faded it out not on mine yo that joint rides out for like three minutes <laughs> being a dj sometimes helps but then lightning fire magic prayer is one that does take me back to in search of exactly. the sound of it mm-hmm. and, then, and there's there's another one on there i'm trying to think what it is yeah, I think it's, uh, the, the one that's uh, it's deep down um Deep, body yeah, Deep Down Body Thirst, that's like, a, I think that's the one that's like a fly or die kind of track with the guitars. Yes. And, and I spoke to, again, I'm going to name drop here and this will give you a hint as to what we're planning in a few weeks. But this is the first thing I said to Brent the other day. Mm. Um, I actually messaged him to say, were you the guitars on this? And uh, he hit me up and we chatted and FaceTimed and, and I said, yeah, that one threw me straight back to Fly or Die. Um, so yeah, there are there are some sort of throwbacks on there and some really good sounds. There's one one track that I really don't like, which I'm just trying to think of the name of it now. Uh, the last one, "Lifting You" of Ed Sheeran. The Ed Sheeran one. And it's, I'm not saying it's a bad track by any means. And I w- I'm not a fan of Ed Sheeran, but he doesn't. You only hear some of his vocals in the track, so that's fine by me. But it's that kind of and it's just personal preference. Mm-hmm. It's that faux Jamaican, West yeah. Indian, Caribbean kind of vibe. Uh, yeah, exactly. And even the accent that like Pharrell kind of puts on as well. I just I really don't like that. And that's something that like Drake's been on for the last couple of albums as well, where he puts yeah. on that that sort of faux accent uh, it just kind of grates me the wrong way so I'm not a massive fan of that track like I say it's not a bad track but just from personal preference yeah, I'm not not a huge fan I don't want to say anything yo. I got crucified <laughs> by the others I got crucified by the others by saying I didn't like keep it player yo, I, I must have lost a thousand followers after that but rolling them sevens I'm not a fan of that's one of, well, we're getting into the weeds and stuff here. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm on the positive side of that one. And the fact that it's got Andre Verse that comes in at the end, which is just a bit mm-hmm. mental, is, is always a plus for me. But no, we're, we're going to save this for the new year and we're going yeah, to get, re- we're, we're get down in the weeds and we're going to get down in the weeds, hopefully, with someone that knows infinitely more about this album than either of us do um, and who actually obviously worked on the album. So... Hey, let me ask you. I'm gonna I'm gonna add a new segment to the uh to the podcast. You got any new pickups, man? Anything you picked up lately? You want to share with us? There's been a few bits and pieces. I will I will shout out. No, firstly, I'm gonna shout out uh BBC Flynet. That dude is official tissue, man. That dude is on the low key. Um, and I think I posted this on my Instagram and on Facebook and stuff. But this dude, um, I bought a beanie off of him a couple of months back. He chucked in a little Kubrick, a little baby Mario Kubrick in there. He was like, hey, here's a free gift for your son. Because he'd seen, like, my son on Instagram. I was like, wow. damn. I was like, well, you know, what a nice guy. This guy's fucking, this guy's really cool. And then That's randomly, awesome. a couple of weeks back, he was like, can you send me your address again? And I was like, sure. And then in the post last week, I got a little uh, BAPE 500 euro note. Again, just a random mm. little gift from him. And I think 
from what I've seen on, on Instagram and stuff, these were given out at the recent uh, Paris store opening or something. Mm -hmm. They're exclusive to that. Uh, and I do believe he's in France as well, so he may have copped a few. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he's been like sending them out to a few people, a few of us that, uh, that know each other via Instagram and Facebook and, and uh, Twitter and stuff. He's just like, dude. Yeah, he's just like randomly gifting stuff to people. So shout out to him definitely at BBC Flynets. Um, lovely guy, really good guy, legit guy, uh, regularly selling stuff as well. So keep your eyes peeled there. Um, but my, my other kind of shout out would be for a pickup from yesterday or today. And that's a lad in, I don't know where he is, I think he's in the US, uh, Adam Romo. Who's oh, I, I haven't really connected with him yet, but I just sent him a message not too long ago. He's doing big things too. Yeah, so he's doing his own kind of custom um, NERD t-shirts and crewnecks. And as of yesterday, hoodies as well. Oh, uh, fly. I fly. never got... So it's like the... BBC Flyknit, get it? Oh, well, well done. <laughs> but he's, um, he's, he's a graphic designer, I think, by trade. And he's used the original BBC logo, but turned the astronaut head into the, the kind of brain NERD logo. Fine. And then where it would normally say BBC, it says NERD in that kind of script uh, lettering they use. Fine. Now, he's got a few T-shirts. He's got a few crew necks. He also has like a... A Bapester uh, inspired crew neck, which is uh, Nerdster, uh, and instead of the the Bape, yeah. Bapester logo, it's got the the brain in there. And then yeah, yes, yesterday he um dropped a few hoodies as well. They're uh, they're champion hoodies, so they're hopefully you know nice quality. And again, he's kind of screen printed them with his design. So I've copped one of those. I'm still waiting for it to uh, to come through. So it'll probably take a couple of weeks. But, um, but yeah, shout out to him because, uh, you know, I've got much respect for people that are designing their own stuff, putting their own stuff out there, making it, shipping it, all that kind of thing. There was a guy I'm looking for right now. He's going to kill me. I, he was, uh, I was looking for, but I can't find a guy, excuse me. But he, uh, he had made a video of himself sitting in the back seat and he put in like the nerd album and his like a reaction to that. I can't find him. I want to oh, give damn. him a shout out. You sent me that, didn't you, as well? Yeah, he was. it was like my reaction to a nerd album. He was sitting in the backseat and started rocking out. I was going to give him a shout-out, but I can't not remember his name. you got to forgive me for that. Um, I'm going to, um, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, man. I was going to say, also go follow, um, I don't know which Instagram account it is, but oh, on Instagram, Clean Sprite Luke. Ooh, what did that happen? This, this yeah. dude's in Australia. He's, uh, I think he's a, a friend of a mutual friend of ours, Rohan. Shout out Rohan in, in Australia as well. Um, yeah, good guy. But yeah, Luke's like, a, he's recently, I think recently started collecting all like the OG BBC ice cream stuff. And uh, he does a little YouTube videos of like um, openings and reviews. He recently did, he's got all five season one BBC and ice cream varsity jackets. So he did like a quick run through all of those and a review of all of those. He's got like, yeah, he's got like the soiree, the original soiree tees and stuff like that. So if you're interested in like the really early BBC stuff, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna check that out. Check out his, uh, his YouTube page and Instagram and stuff like that. I have a couple new pickups. For some reason I hate saying that word, I don't know why. I feel like the hype beast when I say that. I, I, you know, I don't know, that was like a thing. What are you new pickups? Shut up, all right? What did I buy, okay? I guess I'm getting old, man, anyway. The uh, some rare uh, BBC palm trees, man. I wish you guys could see these things right now. 
You gave me a sneak peek of these earlier, didn't you? Penny, what, what, what? And I'm not down with the whole coming back stuff. I mean, I am to a certain extent. You know, if you're going to come back, don't do the same thing. You know, do something different. But, yo, these joints is fire right now. And I had picked up the two new sneaker of the year, and I will contest this to anybody, the Hue 2.0. There's going to be four colors of that, guys. Uh, I have all four right now, but I'm putting up the, the two. Uh, the, the next two are going to be women's. So they're doing something from the ladies, too. But those are amazing. Different material, uh, I must say. Sometimes I get confused with the uh, Flyknit, Primeknit, the whole thing. Um, but this is a total different material. But it's still not a summer shoe, but I'm still going to rock it now. I think it's like 10 degrees outside, but I'm still rocking that. Those are my only two pickups for the week. I've got one more I completely forgot about. Shaolin Slums on Instagram and Depop. Um, I picked up a pair of the, oh, I don't know what they were, season six, seven, eight, um, diamond and dollar beige deck shoes. Oh. I've, been, I've been after those for like quite a while. These aren't in amazing condition. Uh, they're probably like an eight out of 10. There's a little bit of wear in them, but I've just been after a pair for it. Ages and ages, and they crop up occasionally. They've got a stupid price, or I miss them, or whatever. No, I picked these up at a, a fairly sensible price. So, so yeah, shout out Shaolin Slums. Uh, again, you can check him out on Instagram. He's on Depop as well if you use that. Those um, are fire. Yeah, I really like those those old sort of deck shoes. I, I never did at the time. Neither did I. Over the years, I, again, I think it sounds I've kind of got older, and I want to wear more sensible shoes sometimes. Um, they, yeah, they've grown on me, and I really, really like them, especially the beige color as well. You know what? Um, uh, I had uh, picked up a pair of those from the store way back, and I hated them so much, I gave them away, and I regret doing that. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just sat here shaking my head. Yeah. I, I was like, eh, they weren't my cup of tea. You know, me back in the day, I don't own a boat, I don't care. So, you know, I gave them away. But I kind of regret that, man. There was the there was the beige, there was like a navy blue, and was there a black black and white version as well? I have, you know, I got you know I got everything on my phone. I got the whole list of everything. Um, oh, mm -hmm. that's what I wanted to say too. I wanted to talk about somehow. Shout out! Um, just letting everybody know right now, we are gonna do, and I'm making uh, Penny a part of this too. We usually do. Uh, shout out to Bunny Truns, but we usually do uh, ice cream says with uh, Bunny Truns, but she's a little occupied right now, so she's had a daughter, so we are going to uh, switch it up just a little bit, and we are going to do uh, something with Penny. We're going to figure it out, but uh, real quick, like I said, the first step to actually entering, and believe it or not, I am paying attention, so the first step to entering into the task, we're going to call it task zero, is to follow uh, Shimmy Hoffa, and you're also going to follow uh, the others podcast. So that is one of the easiest tasks, just so you know, if you're first time doing it, um, we're going to come up with some ways of you guys to kind of just win a task. But the first one is just to follow others podcast and Shimmy Hoffa. Shimmy Hoffa, because that dude is a genius when it comes to music. He's a young, he's not a, like a young and young and be younger than me. Any music that I use personally for King of Creams, I get from him. So that's why I'm doing a shout out uh, from, to him. But Penny, we're going to come up with something. We're gonna, I'm going to give away those babes, man. We, we, we have to do it through here, though, because I want to bring attention and awareness to us. So we're going to have to come up with a way to do that. Okay. I, I follow Shimmy Hoffa. I also follow others' podcasts. Yeah, take it easy, Penny. So I could be, I could be I'm a shout here. It's a conspiracy between us, okay? <laughs> All right? I was I gutted. I was gutted when you, pre when you put them on a... Instagram said you're going to give them away. I was like, oh, cool, here we go. I'll, I'll be down for this. 
but then I was like, well, we've got this podcast. And then you were saying, you need to follow the podcast, you need to follow Shimmy Hoffer. And I was like, I've got to count myself out of this, haven't I? I've got to keep this fair. So I'll usually tell you when you can't, when you, when you can't participate. Yeah. Um, Penny, you cannot participate here, but, you know, you, you always have free reign to whatever you want. And there's another person out there, obviously, it's like that. The homie Visual Machines, JP Air 20. I'm not even going to start with him yet because that's a whole other podcast in itself. Um, him and his brother, Impossible, they're really coming up, but um, he's not allowed to participate either. So it's, uh, it's you and him. Yeah, yeah, it hurts me inside a little bit, but... Um but because they, they are dope, and I love those those sort of those roadsters and the iridescent colors, and oh, oh I think gosh. they're really nice. Penny, that was my first pair. Of, oh my gosh, I was I'm so happy I was born when I was born because I don't know if I was younger how I would acquire this. Like I bought those, I bought those off you know Babe site. Like I bought all three of them back in 2006. There wasn't. Listen, there was a frenzy, but it wasn't like now. Yeah, I remember when they came out, and I think I, I passed on them for for whatever reason. Probably because we could never get anything in the UK. It was a pain in the ass. But, but yeah, I'm glad I passed on them. And again, I do see them crop up every now and again. But they still, a lot of times, still get silly prices attached to them, especially like the red pair as well. You don't. Um, what's your favorite pair? This I think there's three colorways. The red one's the one I bought back in the day, which is probably the most popular one. Yeah, I think the red. I'm a, I'm a sucker for anything red anyway. Me too. I, uh, I have one pair. It's debatable. You know, Ro, uh, Ro, I'm not sure if he listens to the show or not, but he is, uh, he's like the king of creams of vape. You know, he has his own store, foundations, and um, there was a little debate on one of my um, uh, what did I ice streams I used to do uh, between him and his other dude that I follow, highly respected. We never know just by looking at his page, but his dude, uh, Chris Sorensen is his name. And uh, he's, a, he's a collector too as well. And I have a pair of vapes and the color is off. And you can tell that, the, uh, that there's an obvious color. Now, my whole thing was, it's a defect. Maybe they were out in the sun too long, blah, blah, blah. But Chris is like, if it was a defect, it would be in one spot. It's like both shoes like that. So I'm on the defect thing, and he's on the, you know, bro, you might have a rare, rare bait sample, because they are a size 9. Um, I don't have them with a box. So I think I have something that's kind of kind of rare. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that in the future, man. I got a lot of uh, bait stuff that I want to talk about, too. But in order to enter the bait giveaway, you got to follow other podcasts and Shimmy Hoffa. That, that's to enter. Penny, I'm sorry, but you're out of it. Can't do it. It's fine. I'll live with it. I'll live with it. <laughs> but if anyone sees any of those other roadsters <laughs> on the cheap somewhere, then do hit me up and let me know. And, and you know, Penny, let me tell you something. You're the type of dude that would create another Instagram, right? And just be like, hey. <laughs> Busted. Hey, what's Fuck. Up? Like, <laughs> I would investigate your ass. Hey, I'm new, to, I'm, new, I'm new to the game. I love shoes. Instead uh, of Stephen Penny, it'd be like Stephen Nickel. I'm like, this. wait a minute. Something ain't right. <laughs> As, as if I would. I would. I would love to see those shoes go to uh, one avid follower and listener. Yeah. How, how's your drink going over there, man? It's going well. My this is my first drink. I can't remember if I mentioned well, this at the start of the podcast, I, I but yeah, man. my first drink in yeah, man, my first drink in months and months. I don't actually drink these days, but I've had a, it's Christmas, so I've had a couple of Hennessy and cokes, and uh, yeah, it's feeling good. I miss that taste. Oh man. Well, listen, all I'm going to say is this, guys, and I'm not going to give away too much information, but February is going to be, oh boy, it's going to be crazy. 
not going to say anything else yeah man we've got a lot of stuff coming up january february time we've got some great guests lined up we've got some great yeah. topics to talk about we've got another little something something lined up in late february which we'll talk about probably nearer the time but but it should be good and listen, just to uh, reach out to a couple people, a lot of people saying, you know, the podcast is actually very good. Once again, thank you for so much of the positive feedback. Just to let you guys know, Penny is the is the mastermind behind any sound. He does all the editing. I really just, he, he has me on his show, I guess you could say. But we're going to make it where it's, you know, right now we're just tweaking a lot of the sounds. We're kind of figuring everything out. But by the 10th podcast, it's going to be almost like a radio show. Trust me. I really believe in this dude. So. Uh, like I said, the first three were just kind of like a, not like a test run, but we're kind of just feeling each other out. I mean, remember, it's two different time zones. Penny, what time is it there? <laughs> Yo, he hates when I ask him that. I think I've answered this question about 10,000 times in the last month or so. New hashtag. Penny, what time is it there? Yeah. Um, but hopefully you've, uh, you've worked it out by now. Yeah. Uh, seven hours, right? You got it. You got it. Oh, it's only 9.30? Yeah, nearly my bedtime. Well, nearly time, nearly time for another Hennessy and then bed, maybe. Yeah, it's two twenty. It's two twenty-eight here. Yeah, you know, it's not even time to go out yet. I'm gonna go get skirt, skirt. <laughs> oh, don't, don't do that. Oh my gosh, I feel so old. Anyway, um, yeah. Have we got anything else we need to talk about today? I don't think so. We got a little shout-outs. We talked about lap dance. What do you want? What do you want to do for the next topic? I'm sure you have more lined up. Let me uh, let me check my magical spreadsheet of, of things to talk about. Yeah, so I've got these in a row. I've just grouped these by year. So, in fact, the next one on my list is Provider. But that was, that was the third single from the album. So I would actually like us to do Rockstar next. Then we've got a couple of non-NERD tracks. And then we can get to Provider. So I think Rockstar, Rockstar will be coming up next. I'm not necessarily sure if that will actually be the next podcast because I may uh, put something else out just after Christmas. But the next thing that we talk about here will will be Rockstar with a slightly awful video as well. Yeah, I had a couple of people hit me up. They wanted to know if we were going to be covering the actual culture of the of clothes and and, and sneakers and, and fashion and influences. And the answer is yes. You know, Penny and I are going to be doing this for a long time. You know, we're going to cover everything. So this is going to be a this is going to be something that's not. If you think we're just doing this, just you know, okay, cool to have fun. No, no, like we're really trying to. The others is a movement that we're gonna we're gonna run, and we're gonna run far with it. So are we gonna run to the run to the sun with it? Um, yeah, and hopefully we can get lucky. So yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, this this is still early days. We're still on pre. BBC pre-bape stuff at the moment, but I think once we get into that time, that time zone, time area, whatever we want to call it, um, there will be lots and lots and lots that we'll be talking about. I compare this to the uh, to the rim flavored ice creams, like that predates everything. Just so you know, guys, they exist. I've seen them. I've only seen one. I've also seen them, and they actually uh, they look good on a picture. They don't look good in person. They actually look really horrible. I don't think they look good in the picture. It's I'm like those. I'm glad they. I'm glad they didn't release because they look horrible in person. I'm like, what is this? What? That must have been like. I don't know. He must have had some too much scissor or something. I was like, let's do Rams. Like, nah. I think back then it was you look because you've got those um 
my god, spin and rice. Chicken, uh, what was the like chicken and beer ones or something? And oh, those are the Kevin Booker joints. All that really early stuff and the samples and the customs and stuff like that. There's a, there's a lot of slightly ropey ones out there. Yeah, uh, there was uh, cigarettes and ducks or something, or like your mother and your father. I don't know. There's, there was a bunch of them that were out. The painter, uh, Jor One, was the guy that customized the chicken and beer ones. Those, at one point, those were deemed the rarest ice cream in the history of ice cream because only one. I don't really count it because it was custom because like, anybody can really make a custom, um, but it was obviously put on because of Kevin Booker on the ice cream team. So, yes, in that point, 100%, I would say that, that they are probably one of the rarest ice creams ever. But as far as putting out by the ice cream team or the ice cream production or how you want to say it, the clothing line, no, they are not. I don't think I don't think I'll ever. Sh- I'll show a penny, but I don't think I'll ever post up what it, what it is. Sorry. Yeah, let's wrap it up there then. I guess. Again, as always, if we've talked utter crap and you want to correct us or point something out to us, then do get in touch. If you have any feedback or ideas or suggestions of things we should talk about in the future, again, just get in touch. You can contact us through uh, at Others Podcast, pretty much everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, otherspodcast at gmail.com if you want to send an email. Or there's myself on all the, the social media, which is Steve R. Penny. And where are you found? Okay. King of Creams with a Z. That's King of C-R-E-A-M-Z. Um, and there is Ice Creams 101. That's more of a reference. And now I'm trying to get into the, the selling um, aspect. So that's Ice Creams, same thing, uh, with a Z, 101. Uh, and those are both on Instagram. Obviously, follow the Others Podcast as well. That's also uh, with a Z. And I noticed Instagram started doing something where you can actually follow hashtags as well. So if you're going to follow that, uh, our main hashtag is obviously the others or others podcast. And those are both with the Z as well. So you guys can do that. And like I said, to enter in the, in the contest, uh, you want to make sure that you follow, uh, Shimmy Hoffa and the others podcast and Penny, just so you know, I think I'm going to do the task on the others Instagram. I want to start getting traffic there too as well. So I don't think I'm going to do it on King of Creams or Ice Creams at all. Yeah, so people, if you want those kicks, if you want to pry them from my my grasp, my hands, because <laughs> God knows I want them, then yeah, make sure you follow uh, Others with a Z podcast and uh, we'll post more details there. We'll, we'll cross post stuff, but, uh, but yeah, keep following there and you'll get all the details there. But I think that's it for this week. So um, stay tuned. As I say, we'll be back with Rockstar in the next kind of week or two maybe something else a little uh, special Christmas treat in between there as well if I can be bothered to spend hours editing but we will see but in the meantime um, yeah have a great Christmas people if this goes out before Christmas Uh, great holidays if you don't actually celebrate Christmas yeah we can't we can't say that in America no more you know happy holidays everyone yeah but yeah, whatever you celebrate, just enjoy the time off of work and the festivities and eating and drinking too much and all that kind of shit. But that's it from us this week. So yeah, thanks everyone. And we will speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Peace out, guys.